Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk to you about a, an advantage that I have, an advantage that helps me uh, get better clients, an advantage that helps me get higher paying clients, an advantage that helps me um, get more clients. And it's an advantage that you can have too. In fact, you can have this advantage a lot more easily today than when I was able to get it 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> I know this sounds a little bit weird and convoluted, but bear with me. And let, let me tell you a story that's going to illustrate this. Uh, when I get a call from a potential client, and I get a sense that they're a really good uh, potential client. They're the kind of client that I want. They have a project that I really want. Or they're the kind of client that I really want to work with. I want to land this client. I have an ace in the hole. What I do after I my phone call or email exchange with the client, potential client, I will take a copy of my book. And the book is called The Everything Guide to Writing Copy. And it's, written, it's published by Simon & Schuster. So it's a major publisher behind it. And I will take that book... And I will put it in an envelope with a nice little note attached, and I will send it overnight to that potential client so it arrives on their desk the next day. Now, can you imagine the impact of that? They were talking to me yesterday, and then today they're sitting there, and the FedEx guy comes, and they, they have a, this book arrives on their desk by me, the Everything Guide to Writing Copy, my name on it. Imagine the impact of that. Imagine the, the credibility of that. Imagine how comfortable they would feel about hiring me for, uh, for copywriting projects or for copywriting training projects when they see my name on the cover of that book on their desk. I mean, the impact is uh, unquestionable. And sure enough, I get a lot of great clients that way. In fact, often I'll get a phone call right away from that potential client saying, hey, I just got your book. Let's go ahead with that project. <laughs> so it's a very powerful marketing tool. But like I said, many years ago, it was a difficult marketing tool to get. Today, it's a, it's a lot easier. Imagine if this happened to you. Imagine if you had a book called, um, I'm just going to make something up here, 101 Topic Ideas for Your B2B Company Blog. Or maybe even more specific, 101 topic ideas for your training company blog, so you're focused right on a, on a particular industry. Imagine if you had a book like that, and you're able to send it out to potential clients. Imagine the impact. Uh, imagine how much more likely they would be to hire you for projects. Imagine how much more likely they, they would be to pay your price, and pay your professional rates, rather than try to... Uh, push down your rates or compare you with other copywriters who charge lower rates. So a book is a very powerful marketing tool. Now here's something interesting that I learned. When I published that book with Simon & Schuster, The Everything Guide to Writing Copy, I went through a traditional publisher and they wanted a big book and I ended up writing, well the book's over 300 and I think 320, 330 pages. So it's it's a very thick book. Very difficult to mail. <laughs> Very expensive to ship overnight because it's so thick and so heavy. Uh, if I had to do it all over again, I would uh, probably would have self-published it 
rather than go through a traditional publisher, and I probably would have made it thinner. <laughs> I probably would have been more focused and made it made it lighter and thinner so I can use it strategically to help me get more and better clients. In fact, that's what I want to talk about in today's podcast, is not publishing a book in the way that that you may be dreaming about in, in the way of getting a major publisher behind you and and this glamorous idea of being a book author and, and being interviewed by Oprah and getting on the New York Times bestseller list. Tell me, if you can accomplish that, that is wonderful for you. What I'm talking about is self-publishing a book, doing it yourself and self-publishing a book that perhaps is shorter and more strategic that's going to help you get clients, help you get more and better clients. And by the way, a book doesn't have to be that long. Uh, My book was over 320 pages simply because that's what the publisher demanded. They wanted a meaty, soup-to-nuts book on copywriting, and that's what I delivered. But you can write a very short book, and it still be a book. I'm holding a book in my hands right now that's self-published by um, a uh, B2B writing success listener, David Foley, called The Compendium of Direct Response Terms. Okay, It's a very short book. It's only 60 pages long. In fact, it's uh, probably as short as you can get and still be a book with a proper spine, uh, a squared spine rather than a rounded spine. So it looks like a, a substantial book, but it's actually only 60 pages long. And I have a friend of mine, Dave Parody. He's not a copywriter, although he's a very good copywriter. He's not a copywriter professionally. He specializes in presentation coaching and training. And he's published six, seven books, I think, all self-published. A little bit longer, around 150, 160 words. But he uses these books strategically to position himself as as an expert in front of his clients and to prospect. So he sends the book when he prospects. And he does very, very well. And these are excellent books, all self-published. So you can self-publish a book very economically these days. And not a really long book, so this is, this is a doable project, something you might be able to complete in, in maybe three to six months or even a shorter period of time that can really help you get more and better clients. Look at it this way. Let's say that you're competing for a project and there's uh, three or four other copywriters going after the same client, but you're the only one who's published a book on the topic. <laughs> okay, Who has the advantage? In the prospect's mind, all things being equal, you have the advantage because you literally wrote the book on the topic. Even though it seems like everybody's publishing a book these days, books still give you that cred. They give you that credibility in front of potential clients. People still ooh and ah over someone who has published a book, um, and your clients as well. So so a book can is a, is a great marketing asset to have. It can really help you build your business. Now, we're talking about self-publishing here, and I have a confession to make. I'm in the process of self-publishing a book now, so I'm a newbie. Uh, Most of my books have been published through traditional publishers, so I'm learning as well. And I can't really share with you a lot of expertise on how to self-publish, the technicalities of it. But I can share with you a couple of cautions. Number one, there is a lot of services out there uh, that want to self-publish your book for you. You just uh, just Google publish my book and you'll find all kinds of, of on-demand publishers charging a fee to publish your book. Some of them are excellent. Some of them are not. Some of them offer really good services to help you get your book published and printed. 
Some of them offer terrible services and they just want to play on your dream of being an author and take as much money from you as possible. So you want to be very careful about who you select. I don't have any recommendations for you, although in a future B2B Writing Success podcast, I am inviting a self-publishing expert to give us some insights into publishing and what what best what the best moves to make. But just just give you that warning. Be very careful about who you choose to help you self-publish your book. Now, when it comes to a topic, there are some guidelines you need to follow in other in order to pick a topic. Because here's picking a topic is important for your self-published book because you want to get it right the first time. You don't want to pick the wrong topic or the wrong approach to that topic and then have to write a whole book and realize it was the wrong approach. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to do that. So there are some um, guidelines for picking a topic that might help you. Um, guideline number one is the topic has to be really interesting to your prospects. It has to be a topic that's of high interest to your prospects. It has to be the kind of topic where your prospects say, yes, I want to get that book right away. I want to open it up. I want to start making notes. I want that book right away. Uh, For example, that topic idea I gave you earlier, 101 topic ideas for your training company blog. Well, if you're the marketing manager in charge of a training company, in charge of the blog, and you're frustrated and it's difficult to keep up with the blog, it's difficult to come up with good topic ideas, then that book is going to be very interesting to you, isn't it? That's going to be of high interest to you. So your book topic has to be of high interest to your target market. Number two, the topic has to position you as the go-to expert on that topic. You don't want to uh, write a self-publish a book about a topic that has nothing to do with what you do as a copywriter, okay? So it has to be on some aspect of what you do. The book has to point to you and say that you're the expert on this topic. You're the go-to person that companies should hire when it comes to that topic. So that's number two. And by the way, at this point, you might be thinking, hey, if I wrote a book called 101 Topic Ideas for your training company blog, aren't they just going to use that information to write their own training company blog and not hire me? Well, the strange thing is, no. A lot of companies will hire you even after you send them that book. They'll look through the book. They'll see all these great ideas. They know the great ideas come from you. And they'll say, hey, let's just hire you. (laughs) That's really how it works. Some people will use the book to write their own blog, obviously. Uh, But there's a lot of people out there, a lot of companies, a lot of marketing directors, a lot of business owners who will will see you as the expert and want to hire you. They want to hire the person who wrote the book on the topic. So uh, make sure it positions you as the go-to expert. That's number two. Number three, you want your self-published book to be specific, not too general. Now, when I wrote that copywriting book for Simon & Schuster, they wanted me to cover the topic uh, thoroughly. They wanted a soup-to-nuts guide on copywriting because they wanted as many buyers as they could. They put that book in bookstores. They wanted anybody who's looking for any kind of information on copywriting to buy it. Uh, because it's a big publisher. they got to sell thousands of copies of these, of these books in order to make a profit. But remember, when you self-publish a book, you're not really in it to make a profit from the book. You're in it to use that book strategically to position yourself in front of clients as the expert of what you do and to help you get better clients and, and higher paying projects. So uh, you can be very specific about your book and as a consequence, be the maybe the only person who has a book on that topic 
For example, if you wrote 101 topic ideas for your training company blog, honestly, I, I don't know anybody who has, has a book on that topic. You could be the only one. You could be the world's leading authority on that topic simply because you're the only one that has a book on it. So you can be very specific with your topic. You could focus on the type of projects that you, that you write. You can focus on uh, writing white papers or writing blogs or writing email campaigns. You could focus on even a subset of that topic, like how to plan a white paper project. You can focus on an industry, training industry, SaaS industry, software industry, transportation industry. So you can have a book called uh, Email Copywriting for Software Companies for example. Uh, you can focus it on a target market. You could have a book called Copywriting That Sells CEOs and focus it on the type of market that your clients sell to. So there's many different ways you can slice it and uh, have a book that's very, very specific. And you can do that because you're self-publishing a book. Uh, you can make it shorter, make it more strategic, make it more focused on the type of, of clients that you're going after. And unlike a traditional publisher, you know, you're not trying to sell it to the masses. You're using it strategically to get uh, better clients, more clients. And a third criteria, or fourth criteria rather, for picking your topic is that it has to be somewhat evergreen. You want the book to last a few years. It takes a little while to write a book, even a short book that's 60, 70 pages long. Still takes some time to write it, takes some time to publish it. And, um, you know, you don't want it to uh, expire in its usefulness just within a few months. So be careful about picking a really hot topic that's hot today, but may not be so hot tomorrow. Okay, you want to make sure that you're picking a topic that is somewhat evergreen. Okay, um, and the good news is that any topic related to copywriting tends to be evergreen anyway, because it's the, it's, copywriting will be around forever. So those are uh, four criteria for picking the topic for your book, which is very important. You want it to be of high interest to your prospects. You want it to position you as the go-to expert on that topic. You want it to be as specific as possible so you stand out, and you want it to be somewhat evergreen at the same time. So this is a, this is a doable strategy for you. You might think it's a book. It's a big top. It's, it's, it's a big project. How could I possibly do a book? But like I said, the book doesn't have to be long. There's a lot of self-publishing uh, print-on-demand services out there, some really good ones that can help you. Um, usually with just an upfront fee of a few hundred dollars and you pay like a dollar or two a book. And you don't even have to uh, buy minimum quantities anymore. Back in the old days when, you, when we self-published 15, 20 years ago, you had to buy two, 3,000 books. And you had to end up with a garage full of books. These days, you usually only have to get a few dozen or even not that many because uh, print-on-demand allows short print runs. So there's some really practical, affordable options out there for publishing a really good book, a good-looking book, well-designed, well-printed book that you can use to help you build your copywriting or writing business. So it's a tactic worth considering. I, my advice to you is to look into it. So that's this week's podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And if you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, or you can go directly to www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. You can find all the past episodes right there. 
So I'm Steve Slomwhite. Until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.